KYW Original Podcasts. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In Depth on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW In Depth. I'm Tom Rickert. New Jersey Congressman Andy Kim came on KYW News Radio this morning, Friday, April 10th, to talk about his efforts to get another COVID 19 testing site in South Jersey. Congressman Kim is also the only member of Congress from New Jersey on the Small Business Committee in the House. KYW's Brandon Brooks asked him what's being done in Congress to get small businesses the assistance they need to survive until all of this is finally over. Here's Congressman Kim on the radio this morning. South Jersey Congressman Andy Kim is calling on FEMA to open a testing site in his district. And Congressman Kim joining us live to talk more about that. Morning, Congressman. Uh, Have you gotten anywhere with that request? Well, we're pressing hard. And and we submitted the request uh, a couple weeks ago. We had the entire uh, United States uh, congressional delegation from New Jersey, both in the House and the Senate, bipartisan, bicameral, put in a, a request directly to FEMA 14 days ago. So we're going to keep pressing this. I raised it with the FEMA head uh, of the region just a couple days ago, and we're going to keep pushing. So we understand the testing site that Camden County is running is going to stay open. What's the advantage of a federally funded test site? A federally funded, well, we have two federally funded test sites in New Jersey right now, both up in North Jersey. And obviously there's been a a lot of, of outbreak with the pandemic there, so that makes a lot of sense. But we want to make sure that we have an additional site, a one down in South Jersey that can make sure that, that many more residents in New Jersey across the state can have access. A federally backed site will be, that means that the federal government will have their own personnel, that they will have their own personal protective equipment, their own test kits. This will create a foundation on which the counties can build upon. It should not be a piecemeal effect to be able to try to have the testing that is so needed right now in our state Uh, We need to make sure we're doing it in a coordinated way. So we understand FEMA was planning on pulling funding for the uh, testing sites today. Now we understand there's an extension. So what's going on here? Well, across uh, our entire congressional delegation, we were pushing hard, again, in both a bipartisan way to make sure that we have these two sites continue. FEMA has given the assurances that they will continue that. That is a good step, but we need to make sure we're going further. In my district, for instance, In Ocean County, 14 days ago, we had only 484 uh, positive cases. As of yesterday, we had 3,093. In Burlington County, we had 88 before. 14 days ago, we're at 883. We're seeing the numbers increase, but without a higher number of testing that we can do, we don't know if that's just the tip of the iceberg or if there's something else. We're hearing from the White House that Philadelphia and the Philadelphia area could be an upcoming hotspot. So this is something that I'm deeply worried about. And one thing that's not been bipartisan, uh, yesterday a, a vote on a boost to the small business loan program failed in Congress yesterday at a time when a lot of business owners say they're already trouble get, uh, having trouble getting a loan from the first batch of funding. What do you think needs to be done to get the businesses the help they need? I'm glad you raised this because this has been incredibly frustrating. I've heard from so many small businesses and small business owners over the last few days about this. Uh, I'm on the Small Business Committee in Congress. I'm, on, I'm the only member of Congress from New Jersey on that committee. Uh, so I've had a particularly strong pulse on this. First of all, we just need to get uh, get the program that enacted properly. The, the funding that is already there is just not being uh, moved forward in the way that it needs to. The $10,000 grant that a lot of small businesses should be getting up front isn't being delivered. We're having all sorts of problems with the lending banks are not getting 
coordinated guidance from the federal government. Again, everything's happening in piecemeal. So we need to fix what's already happening. Meanwhile, we need to make sure that we're increasing the amount of money that's in that pot so that small businesses can get it. I'm holding a, a, a te- telephone town hall in, in just a few hours at 11 a.m. today for small businesses in my district to try to talk through this, hear the struggles that they're having, and, and make sure that we're able to push and, and fix these problems immediately. Otherwise, some of these small business owners told me they only have a few days left before they may have to shut down or lay off workers. Hey, Congressman, there's a petition going around uh, New Jersey concerning uh, Governor Murphy's order shutting the parks. And uh, a lot of people feel that that is a that is a, a, a step too far. What do you think about that? Well, that's a decision that, uh, you know, uh, Governor Murphy, as well as uh, Colonel Callahan and others that have been at the forefront of this, uh, were explained to me that it's just about keeping uh, people uh, then pushing forward that social distancing that we so badly need. I, I don't know the details of, of what things were like in some of these parks. I heard anecdotally uh, at the press conference yesterday that I was at in Trenton that there was too much gathering in, in too close uh, clusters at some of these parks. So I'm going to trust uh, Colonel Callahan and, and law enforcement as well as uh, the governor's team on this, that, that this is something that's going to be necessary. The social distancing is, is so critical. New Jersey has over 50,000 positive cases right now. If we were a country, we would be number eight in the world right now. So we can't take this uh, lightly. We have to make sure we're pushing hard. Now, uh, speaking of social distancing, of course, we're in the middle of Passover. Easter is Sunday, and we're hearing from some religious leaders who say they're still going to hold in-person services. What's your message to them? I the the uh, yeah, I talked to a number of rabbis in my district over the course of the last couple of days. Uh, all of them moving to virtual seders, and they felt that that was something that was going to be able to both ensure that people can stay connected through this holy week uh, and make sure that they can have that that connection and make sure that they can do it in a way that keeps them safe. That seems like uh, a, a strong alternative. All right, thanks, Congressman Congressman Andy Kim, joining us live once again this morning. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. If you want to listen to more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area, or if you just want to know how the news that you see on TV or hear on the radio will affect you personally, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Just search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Tom Rickard, and we'll have another episode out soon. 